It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Talking love, dating, romance, relationships all night long. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, good evening, la belle Angie Taylor. Oh, you are so good, sweet. Good evening. Comment ça va? Uh, very well, and how are you? Good, good, good. How was you, Danji? I know you were, you know, at work this morning because you work every uh-huh. morning, contrary to me who sleeps the morning. <laughs> you do Today, the morning on on yeah. Kiss FM in Chicago, and then so what did you do on during the day? Work, 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 work. Lots of work. I did uh, the the show this morning. I did TV today, and That's now right. here tonight. I'm like all over the place this week lately. So, but, but, but you still look good. You still well, look thank good. Thank you so much. After 18 hours of work. I have to look good for my work husband. I can't show up here well, looking all. Down. I, I appreciate that. You look, you look fabulous. <laughs> well, thank you so much. So, Simon, uh, mm-hmm. I saw this article and I want to talk to you about um, your partner being your best friend. And sometimes, you know, our partner is our best oh. friend. We share we share everything with our partner: the good, the bad, the ugly, all our secrets. But sometimes we have our girlfriends or our, you know, our other friends, our best mm-hmm. friends, and we tell them things that we don't tell our partners. I didn't know that a lot of people did that. I tell everything to my husband. Um, I, there, I don't think there, I'm trying to think if there's anything I keep from him, but we have this big list. And Simon, uh, okay. I, I want to discuss this more when yep. we come back. Yeah, the secrets, yeah, secrets we tell our best friends, but not our partners when we come back <laughs> on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our phone lines are open, 855-905-8255, if you want to comment on this subject of secrets we tell our best friends, but Mm -hmm. not our partners. Who knows you better? (laughs) Is your partner your best friend, or are they two different people? Um, So, Simon... Um, mm-hmm. You were saying that you know your brother is your best friend. There are yeah. things that you will talk to him about that you don't think you're going to talk to your spouse about. I want to know mm-hmm. if you would tell your spouse, if you can envision that, any of these things, okay? Okay. Um, an affair, if you ever had an affair in your life, would you tell your partner about that? <sighs> you put me on the spot. It's a tough question, huh? Uh, I would tell my brother first to get his perspective uh, I would tell my therapist first uh, and decide if I have to bring it up or not, if it's a one-night stand. It would not mm-hmm. be automatic. I would, take, I, would, I would seek counsel first. Okay, so you first would find out if that was a good way to go. Yeah. Um, how about any pain in your past? Um, for instance, this woman says, my husband knows that my childhood was rough and I'm no longer in contact with my family, but only my best friend knows the extent of the abuse I suffered physically, emotionally, all the therapy I went through. So the husband knows a little bit, but not mm-hmm. everything. Um, I have shared all that stuff with my husband. I have also okay. shared that stuff with my best friend. Um, mm-hmm. I think it depends you know, on what you're comfortable sharing in that regard, because it's it's hard to talk about. Exactly. But I'm on the school like you that once you're in a relationship, it's best to explain simply how you feel it, what happened in the past, because the past built the future. So, right. you know, it's it's the it's the the automatism, it's the consequences of what we've right. been through that makes us who we are today. So I'm like, right. you, I would share more. You share more. And I also think that it helps the person that you're with understand how you deal with pain and suffering today because they can trace it back to everything you've been through. Maybe it'll help them be a little bit more understanding when you're going through I, troubles. 
Absolutely, Angie. Absolutely. Okay. So reservations about our relationship. This is interesting. Um, she says, my best friend is the only one who knows how close I came to dumping my husband at one point. This was way back in the day, um, but I never told my husband that I was that close to asking for a divorce. I don't know that I would bring that one up either with my husband. If I ever felt that way, I don't want him to know that I was on the fence. I think I would probably hash that out with my best friend too. What do you think about that? I have a question for you um, because you're the one married. Let's say the same situation, Angie, but if you want him to um, improve, change, or uh, why would you not tell him? Well, I would I would try to work out whatever problems we were having together. Oh, you know, okay. I, w- I would tell him about the problems and I would tell him and communicate those things. But if while we were working it out, I was feeling like, mm, I don't want to be in this. I don't think I want to be in this anymore. I would never let him know I was thinking that. I would want you know him to what? know that I was trying. I agree with you 100%. Good yeah. point, Angie, because it, uh, yeah, it just poisonous the emotions to right. bring the threat of, of you know, it, there's nothing woman. good that can come from that, I don't think. so. You're a um, wise woman. Oh, thank you. Uh, no, not all the time. Another one is sexual history. My husband has no idea how many people I've slept with, but my best friend does. Yeah, I don't think you need to share that. What do so you think, your Simon? husband doesn't know that, right? But he hasn't asked. He wouldn't ask. I mean, okay, why so does he's he never need to asked know? that question, right? No, no. He's very mature. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Your best you don't friend need knows? to know a number. Um, I don't she think I. No, I don't think she knows like a number. I don't even know if I know the number to be honest with you, Simon. <laughs> Angie, come on. I really, I really don't know the number. Um, you know her number? Uh, I don't think I do. Yeah, hers is very low because she married very young, oh. um, and she's still married. So hers. You know, she, mine, I don't have memory very, my memory's bad, Simon. We'll leave it there. I see. (laughs) All right. There's a few more on this list I want to go over with you. When we come back, secrets we tell our best friends, but not our partners on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about secrets that we tell our best friends, but not the person that we're with, our partner, mm-hmm. our husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Um, let's do a couple more of these, Simon. Yes. Um, virginity. This is very scandalous. My, what do you mean? My, uh, my husband thinks I was a virgin when we got married. My best friend knows about Antonio, the hot guy I met in Spain junior year <laughs> that I actually lost my V-card to. That is one secret that my husband really doesn't need to know. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think if you've been lying about it, now is not a good time to, to I come clean. I agree. Let's leave that in the past. Let's, you know. Yeah, let's lock that one away. Um, body abnormality. I was born with six toes on one foot. My best friend knows because <laughs> my mom told everybody. Uh, no one, including my husband, knows she had surgery uh, when she was younger. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, if you oh. got it removed, what's the big deal? Why wouldn't you just say something? I don't know. Yeah. But if you don't say it, it doesn't matter because it doesn't impact him in any way. When it comes to so, so I go back to that question because I know you have this close friend of ten years, Angie. Mm-hmm. All right, think yeah. of one thing. Still think of one thing she knows he doesn't know. Mm, I I can't. I honestly can't. And in fact, I think he knows so much more than she knows. I really do. Really, I've okay. to, I've I've shared more with him than anybody. So yeah, I wow. I, I don't think there is anything, which is kind of mm. crazy. I don't know. No, it's, I think um, it's cool. Yeah, but there are some people on the phone that want to share theirs, however, (laughs) things that their best friends know that their husband does not know or wife does not know. 855-905-8255. Call us up with yours. That's coming up next on The Rendezvous.
This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So, Simon, just to recap, we've been talking about secrets that you maybe tell your best friend, but not your partner. There are some things that your partner doesn't know that your bestie absolutely does. And now we are mm-hmm. taking calls on this. Let's go to Louisville, Kentucky. Say hello to Jolene. Hey, Jolene. Bonjour. Hey, Bonjour, Jolene. So, my best friend knows that I've hooked up with girls in the past, but my husband has no idea. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good one. All right. So why are you not sharing that with your husband and only your best friend? I'm curious. What, do you think your husband will be upset? Honestly, I, I didn't try to hide it. It just never came up. So you said you've hooked up with women. Is this many women or just like a one-time thing? They were all one-time things. Like in college they were all. Like right <laughs> after I graduated. So nothing serious. Okay. Jolene, was that all before you guys got married, right? Right, right? It was all before him. Yeah, this was way before we got serious. That should not be shared with your husband at all. I think that's oh. just... No, because it's none of his ah. business. I think that if he ever asks you, you can say yes, you don't have to lie. But right. if he doesn't ask you, I would not talk about it ever. Well, Jolene, uh, um, what do you think his reaction would be to that? You know your husband. Honestly, I could see him getting, like, a little uncomfortable and possibly worried. Okay, uh, then You know, no. like, maybe I'll run off with a woman, which I won't. So, okay, then Simon is right. Simon like is right. Need to know. Simon is totally right. If you know your husband better than anybody, if you feel for even a nanosecond it would cause a problem, then I would say no. Yeah. Yeah, Jolene. And we all have Leave the right. Leave it with the best friend. To keep those things. Before we meet people, we have our life. I'm not into revealing things that are not necessary. Really not. Right. Right. So, okay. Right on, Jolene. Thanks for your input on that one. That one's interesting. I think that one could go both ways, though, depending on, you know, how the husband would react. If it was something that he would be interested in, it might be interesting to bring it up. But in this case, not so much. (laughs) (laughs) I know where you're going with that, Angie. You know where I'm going. I know that. We have someone else on the line who wants to tell us what secret he's keeping from his wife. Let's do that when we come back, Simon, on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about secrets that you tell your bestie, but mm-hmm. maybe not your partner. Some things are better left unsaid with the partner, but you gotta you got to tell somebody. So you put it in the vault with the bestie, right? So mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we've been taking calls on this. Let's go to the phone now. We have another person who wants to talk about it. Charleston, South Carolina is on the line. This is Danny. Hey, Danny. Hey, Danny. Hey. 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 So you got a little dirty little secret you're keeping from the wifey or the girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for taking my call. First off, I love your guys' show, and I Thank I never you. thought I would have a thing I could call in on, but Yay. I do. I'm glad you called. My girlfriend doesn't know that I've been married before. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. And your best friend knows, obviously. So yeah. how long have you been with this girlfriend? Um, like a year and a half now. Whoa! <laughs> and okay. and Danny, she she doesn't know because you lied to her, or she doesn't know because she never asked you the question. She's never asked the question, but I've also never volunteered the information. I'm curious. Uh, it just seems. Um. Well, first of all, let me ask this. Um. How was it? A short marriage? Was it a long time ago? Was it like? You know, I don't know. Like it wasn't a really Spears. short marriage. It wasn't okay. that long ago, uh, but the marriage was less than a year. Okay. Um, so mm, I'm, I just feel like it's crazy that in a year and a half that there's been no discussion of, you know, you guys getting married and maybe that leading to a views on marriage or anything like that. You Are you, are you in love with your girlfriend that you're with now? Yes, 
Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I'm, what are you afraid of from her finding out? There's a reason that it's not well, come up. I wanted to tell her like right away, but then I, I didn't. And then, you know, I, I, the longer I waited, the worse it seemed that it would be if I brought it up. And now right. I'm at this point where I feel like I've waited so long, I can never mention it. Now it seems like a big old lie that you've been hiding. Simon, what do yeah. you think he should do? How, Danny, how should you, that come up? The good thing is you haven't lied. Right, you've you've omit you. It's an omission. It's lying not a lie. by omission. Yeah, but it's is not the same. Still For, kind of a lie, though. No, no, lying is 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 willingly saying. Have you been married before? No. Omission is never saying it. I think it's time to say it casually, um, and you go like, I don't know why I never told you that about, but you know, I just thought about it today, or you can even say, you know, listen to us talking about stuff here on the rendezvous with, with Angie and I and just said you know by the way I was married I know it's a long time she goes oh why didn't you tell me that before and you said well you know it just I you know I didn't think about her anymore it's a bad taste in my mouth and I just don't want to mm. you know and then if she said what happened you tell her the story of the betrayal and Simon. that you have moved on what do you say Angie don't you think there's different levels to that with the omission though because I mean there are certain things in life that are huge monumental things such as having a child, um, if perhaps you committed a murder, maybe you were married one time. It's not like he forgot to tell her that he owned uh, an IROC Z when he was in high school. He forgot <laughs> to tell her he was married at one time, regardless of how long that marriage was. There were friends involved, family involved, um, who knows what. So I just think it's a big deal to omit. Regardless of how either of us think, the fact remains that it does need to come up, don't you think, Simon? It Absolutely. does need to be. Absolutely. And now ASAP. ASAP. Especially since you're in love, are you planning on marrying your girlfriend at some point? We actually had talked about it um, just two weeks Danny! ago. Danny! It sort of Danny! came up. So. That was your moment right there, man. And I, I totally <laughs> panicked. I mm. <laughs> After okay. I left the conversation, like I dropped her off and I just sat in the car going, oh. That was an opportunity, you know, but and, and I there didn't you go. want to make a, a happy conversation go weird. Right. And you have to be 100 percent honest there. And that's your there's your, maybe there's your way to break the ice with it. Be like, listen, I know we're talking about marriage. I should have brought this up. I freaked out. I was so scared. I don't want to lose you. But this is what happened. I am so sorry that I didn't tell you. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, you have to be you have to own it a thousand percent that you kind of dropped the ball on not bringing that up up until now. All right. Yeah. Danny. Okay. Awesome. Thank bon you for chance. calling. Bon chance. Yeah. Yes. Good the luck. best of luck to you and your um, hopefully soon to be fiance. Let us know how that all goes. OK. Thanks. I will. Right yep. on. Good luck. Bye, Danny. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you for calling The Rendezvous. Up next, Simon, we are going to play our favorite game, Date or Dump. Yes, that's coming up next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our email is simonandangie.com as well. If you want to send us an email for advice, go check out our website. Lots of stuff on there for you to play around with. Simon, it's time for our favorite game, Date mm -hmm. Or dumb. dumb. That's right. Uh, people send us emails at simonandangie.com. If they're in a relationship, don't know if they should still date this person, dump them. They've got an issue. Uh, this one comes from Sonia from Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. 
mm-hmm. says, I met this really nice guy at a club. We exchanged numbers, and he said he would hit me up the next day. Well, it's now been four days, and I just got a text from him that says, hey, beautiful, when can I see you? He waited four days to text me. Should I date or dump him? He said he was going to hit her the next day. It took four days. Simon, what do you think? Date or dump? Sonia, I would date. Yeah? I would give it a chance. Put the ego on the side. Listen, you know, I'd, I'd like to have at least one conversation. If he's a jerk, if he's a player, you'll figure it out pretty quickly. What if, you know, it was just something that happened? I just, I don't want to take away the chance of a good date. What's right. the worst can happen, Angie? Worst case. N- Nothing, really. I mean, honestly, the worst case is you can find out he was a jerk, but how would you know until you actually went on a date with him? I agree with you. I say go out on a date because you haven't even been on a date yet. I mean, who who knows the reason? There might not be a reason and you might not care. It might be so amazing this date that you're like, whatever, I can let that go. Exactly. You know, see how his correspondence is once you're actually dating, right? Exactly. Take a dare. Take Take a a dare. dare. Sonia, we both. Yes, we both say date. 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 But, you know, see how it goes. Just find out. <laughs> you, you're never going to know until you try. So Absolutely. Uh, yes, good luck to you, Sonia, from Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Thanks for emailing the show. More mm-hmm. of The Rendezvous when we come back. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We take listener emails all the time at simonandangie.com. If you have a question mm-hmm. for the show, Simon Marcel and myself, we are here to help you with the love and the romance and the dating. So, Simon, let's go to the email. Okay, um, Angie. This comes to us from Sarah. She listens on My FM in Chicago. Hey, Sarah. Hey. She says, hello, Simon and Angie. There's this guy I'm crushing on hard on Instagram. We follow (laughs) each other and we like each other's pictures, but we've never met in person. I want to send him a message and ask him out, but I don't want him to think I'm a weirdo. How do I not come off as a crazy person? Um, She wants to know how to approach the guy on the gram. What do you think, Simon? I think the way to do it, I would not send a message, but I would be sending a message by commenting on one of the pictures on Instagram. For instance, if he's on the picture, just, you know, say, oh, that's a good pic. Anything as a guy that makes me feel it's okay that you open for the invite. I wouldn't reach out directly by messaging. I would just really say, good pic, or, you know, so, just something like that. And as a guy, I know the message. Then you don't I, think that he, he might not get the hint that way? or if he, if he doesn't get the hint that, you know, she's interested in him when she said, when picture about him, you know, good picture. I, you know, mm-hmm. I think this outfit is good on you. Just one line like this. If he doesn't reach out to you, he's not really interested. But as a guy, I would know what it means. And I would definitely message you first. I don't think you should message him first. What do you say, Angie? Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I think because, and, and this is why I'm going to wait a second. I sort of picked up my husband this way online. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've told this story before, but I want to tell you what I did and what worked for me because it worked. Obviously, we're married now, and okay. it's but it started online, kind of. So, I'm going to tell you what what I think, Sarah, and maybe you can take both of our advice because um, I like your advice too, Simon. But I'll tell you the story when we come yeah. back on the rendezvous. This is the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So, Simon, we mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're just doing a listener email uh, from somebody who has a crush on a guy on Instagram, and <laughs> she wants to message him. Um, but she doesn't want to come off as like a crazy person. So she was asking our advice on how we should handle it. And you said just start liking those pictures. Li- and uh, write something in words that when you know you're li- about the picture. I like, like, oh, I you, like the, 
You look really so like, good. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, uh, you look good, not so good, but I just say looking good in that outfit or great pick, something like that. I, that would give him a first hint of what you're interested in about. Yeah, what I agree. What would you do? Well, I'll tell you what I did, actually, because my husband and I met many years ago. Oh, my gosh. My husband and I met like 17-something years ago. Um, but, you know, we were always seeing other people. We were always dating other people. I uh, mm-hmm. was with my... Uh, daughter's father for you know a while few years so we split up my daughter's father and I mm-hmm. and um, I'm single you know I'm on I'm on Facebook and I realize hey there's Jason I remember Jason Jason yeah I always thought he was so cute oh he's always had a girlfriend like let me see if he's single relationship status was single I'm like oh yeah so every picture <laughs> every picture I was liking and liking and liking and he was starting to do the same on mine as right? well but there was no anything else going on for a while. So I did send him a direct private message and said, hey, if you want to flirt with me for real, here's my phone number. And he called me that day. So it worked for me. So you know I what, mean, Angie? Then I revised my judgment. and uh, Well, actually, you exper- you're right, though. You're right, well, though, because I was liking and he wasn't getting the hint. So, so- I finally had to send a message. So first, okay, so we'll, we'll, they'll, we'll take both advices. Just okay. first, you follow mine, you start liking and comment on his picture. If right. he doesn't get the hint, you know, do exactly what Angie did and send a message. Send him a Angie, message. I, I admire the directness <laughs> of, of, of what created now this fabulous family. I mean, that takes a lot of... Uh, I, I figured, what uh, did I have to lose? Of, I mean... Of, of, of self-confidence. Right. I, what do I have to lose? I I don't have to do it face to face. It's just a quick, you know, fun little flirty little cheeky thing. Angie, like, hey, here's my number. Did you feel it? I mean, did your intuition ring to do that? Because how many times in your life have you done that? Never. I mean, okay, so I had, it's the first time I had been on Facebook even, you know, so. That's the beauty of the story. So so your intuition says do something about it, right? You feel right. it. And he feels this is extraordinary. So that story that you gave us, I think is a great it's it's a golden story because well, it shows that you have to dare sometimes. If you, you do. don't be shy, you know I gave you a strategy to kind of protect yourself, but pass the message, Angie. What you did, I applaud. It it well, thank you very much. Bravo, I, as we well, say. Well, I I was sitting there obsessing. I'm like, oh, I love like I'm looking back at all his pictures. I'm studying them. I'm like, is there a girl in this one? And where is he at today? And and he I noticed was doing a lot of the same on my photos, like liking all the photos. Even one of my girlfriends pointed out, you know, you and that Jason guy are doing a lot of Facebook flirting here. So I figured, <laughs> what did I have to lose? And it, it worked. He called that night. We talked, I think, for three hours that night. And right. we talked every single night on the phone for a month before we went on our first date. Yeah, it was cool. But it's the one and only time you have yes. done something. Well, I mean, that's the magic. And True he love. was clueless. He was being clueless. I was like, did you not? How can he be clueless? Yeah, I'd like to ask him why. Well, I said, did you not understand that I was flirting with you by liking all those pictures? He's like, I had seen you, you know, many years ago. I just didn't believe that you would actually be flirting. I just thought you were being nice. And I was like, oh, okay. Sometimes guys don't get it. You got to, you know, hit them Not over the sometimes. head with a hammer. <laughs> so many times we don't get it. So many times. Many times so we many don't times. get it. All right. More of The Rendezvous when we come back.
This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You can email us anytime if you need love, romance, dating, relationship advice. Simonandangie.com. You can find our email there. And a lot of people love the French romance expert, Simon Marcel, and have questions for you. So let's do bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. You're going to give some advice to Mm -hmm. this one is uh, Lindsay, who listens on Mix 100.7 in Tampa. Hey, Tampa. Mm. She says, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Lindsay. I've been dating a man for almost three months now. I thought things were great between us, but he told me earlier tonight that since we live 45 minutes apart, that he doesn't see a future between us. He's never brought up the distance being a problem before, and 45 minutes doesn't seem like that much to me. I really like this guy. Should I offer to drive to see him more? Oh, man. Simon, what do you tell Lindsay? Lindsay, mm. absolutely not. Okay, never. Thank you. Okay, come on. You got, here's, you got to protect your dignity. The guy just don't want to date you anymore. It's unfortunate. It's his loss. But you're not the cab driver. You're not the limo right. company. Right. You, you know, and also, I don't want him to think you're at, back his, at his back and call. You, mm-hmm. So it's sad, I know. But, Lindsay, you got to you know, never contact this person again. Uh, he was not, you know, I think, honest enough to just say it's not working out for me. And we all have the right to stop. He used a lame excuse Really lame excuse, uh, 45 minutes. Listen, I've dated and loved women across the ocean, across the world. Yes. So when you love, distance can disappear with the wheel. Angie, what do you say? I agree a thousand percent, Simon. I mean, come on, 45 minutes. Like you said, I dated my husband. He was in L.A. I was in Chicago. I mean, if you want to see somebody, you will find a way. Come hell or high water, right? Uh, 45 minutes of driving is where everybody, you know, we all have that in traffic every day. So Exactly. Yeah, Lindsay, move on. So good advice, Simon. I agree with you 100%. Thank you, Angie. Mm -hmm. Good luck to you, Lindsay. Find somebody that will drive anywhere for you. (laughs) (laughs) More of The Rendezvous when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So, Simon, we were just talking about on our Bonjour Simon Marcel email, uh, mm-hmm. a guy that wasn't willing to drive 45 minutes anymore to date the girl he's been dating. And I thought, we we both thought that was so lame. That's such an excuse. Yeah, I mean, really. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it's far. You've been dating for a couple of months. I know. So, you had mentioned that you've, you know, flown to see mm. women, you know, gotten on a plane, got, gotten across an ocean. And when you want to mm-hmm. see somebody, you want to see somebody. So yes. We saw this online. Um, would you ever date someone who had a fear of flying and vowed to never get on a plane? How would you deal with being someone who refused to get on a plane? Because uh, there was somebody that was writing a story about how the person uh, that they were dating refused to fly. This person wants to travel. They want to go everywhere. You know, they have family that are out of state and they want to take their date with them. So would you, Simon, date somebody that refused to fly ever? Because you look, I mean, your family's all in France. I would. Yeah. I would. And, but I would have a conversation, uh, you know, if I was madly in love, I would say, listen, you know, let's respect your limits, but we can't impose your limits on me. So I still got to go see my family. Yeah. You know, unless you take the boat to go to uh, the, the north of France and then join me. Why <laughs> do not? Do it old school. Just, I would offer that. I would offer, you know, my wife or my girlfriend say, listen, here's a, you know, and maybe do that. But I think true love should never be stopped by distance. Mm-hmm. Or by, you know, we all have limits. Some people, uh, you know, have a fear of flying. I, I respect that. Um, but it doesn't mean I shouldn't be flying. 
Right. So how I mean, do you deal with that, Angie? You're in a situation I, where you and your husband fl- travel all, all the time. We fly all the time. Yeah, right, we fly right. all the so time. What? And I love to travel, and that's my yeah. joie de vivre. I mean, I love going on vacations. I love seeing new lands. So I would really try to make sure that they there's something anxiety, fear. There's got to be a way, some therapy, hypnosis, whatever it is. Um, just you know, being shorter rides here and there on a plane, and then longer ones. I don't know, but it would really. Uh, be a problem for me. And there's somebody on the phone right now, that actually, Simon, uh, that has the exact same situation. So let's okay. talk to them and yeah. see what they're doing about this problem. Sure. When we come back on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We take your calls all the time here at the show, 855-905-8255. If you ever want to call, comment on anything, ask for some love, dating, relationship advice. Hey, Mm -hmm. Simon Marcel. Hey, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. So listen, we uh, have been talking about things that are really hard to get over when you're dating somebody. Would you date someone who was afraid to fly? Simon, we both said it would be real difficult because you simon have family overseas um i I love to travel but i said i would because i would have the love of my life take the boat if needed (laughs) if i'm in love (laughs) i'm gonna find a solution and and yeah the the love boat exactly (laughs) back to europe crazy enough we have somebody in that exact same situation let's go to the phones right now st petersburg florida on the line is justin hey justin hey Hey, Simon, Angie, how are you guys doing? Good. We're doing good. Ooh, Justin, you have a radio voice. Hey, Justin. <laughs> okay, I guess that's a good thing. That's I don't a good know. thing. That's um, a good thing. But I'm calling because I, I know you guys are talking about whether or not you date somebody who was afraid to fly, and I'm in a relationship with someone who is afraid to fly, mm. and it's starting to be a problem for me. It's actually been a problem for a bit, but it's getting worse now because I travel all over the world to really – beautiful places and resorts and i can take someone with me i can have her come with me but this is your job to travel that's your job to travel to amazing beautiful places well part of my job it's not my only part of my job is to travel and get there and enjoy it but no i um, i do some you know i do some (laughs) event planning right so what is her hang up about flying is it fear of heights is it anxiety people she has has a lot of anxiety she's she's flown a couple times and she just she gets very very uncomfortable and very very nervous and very very anxious and it's a horrible experience for her um does she take any medication for anxiety i take medication for anxiety i used to have a horrible fear of flying that helps me a little bit but well she takes um, she takes something that cuz she does have anxiety you know from time mm-hmm. to time even if she's not flying so she mm-hmm. does take i'm not exactly sure what the name of the drug is but i know she takes something that she says helps calm her down but then she says one of the problems with what she takes is it has a horrible she has a horrible crash afterwards Uh, okay simon Mm -hmm. i have another suggestion but simon what do you think about this situation i think justin that you have to be and totally considering for claustrophobia which means they, they feel suffocating in crowds people you know who can't fly it's a handicap in life. And mm-hmm. so just as we respect any form of handicap, I wouldn't push her to travel with you anymore. I would let it come from her. It's not perfect, but I just don't want anything really to push her to travel more because I'm seasick, okay? I can't go on the boat on the ocean for too long or mm-hmm. I'll end up puking. So yep. no one, for no one, I'm taking the boat, period. Right, so, right. So I think that we have to respect that and respect her and give her the space. Angie, what's Simon, your solution? 
Well, I'm just wondering, Justin, I know you live in you live in St. Petersburg. Mm-hmm. Have you and your girlfriend ever flown anywhere together? Because I'm wondering if maybe you started doing just like little baby steps like, hey, we're in St. Petersburg. We're going to go to Miami. You know, super quick flight. You fly with me. I'll hold your hand. There's so many. I'm just thinking there's like there's got to be a way around it. There's medication. There's hypnosis. There's so yeah. many different things because if it's such a hindrance. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. We haven't done any of that because anytime we've gone anywhere, we've driven. Well, Justin, we wish you the best of luck. I hope that you can find a way to uh, help her overcome it and you can start, you know, living this amazing, blessed life that you get to travel all over the place together because it's such a it's such a great thing to be able to do that. So, yeah, good good uh, luck to you both. uh, Yeah, absolutely. Good luck, Justin. Okay, thanks, you guys. Awesome. Thank you for the call. Thank you for listening. More of The Rendezvous is coming up next. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie tonight in the Ooh La La studio. It's been an amazing show tonight. Uh, Mm -hmm. Lots of uh, calls, emails, questions. And we did talk to somebody um, just recently. We were just talking about traveling uh, Mm -hmm. far distances to be with somebody. Somebody didn't even want to go 45 minutes, which is pretty messed up. We've both taken planes, trains, automobiles. I would take a camel, a donkey (laughs) to get to the person that I love, a tugboat, whatever it is. Simon, you had a great Simon Says. Thanks. Yeah, I said um, no distance is too great for true love. Meaning Mm. when you are in love, no distance on earth should stop you or be too far. That's I agree. So, no distance is too great for true love. If I had to walk 45 R- days. <laughs> yeah, and or row a boat through the Atlantic to go see a girlfriend on the other yes. side of the world. Yeah, you I, do what you got to do. It, it is romantic to actually travel to see the one you love. It really is. I think so, too. I love yeah, that. Me too. So listen, uh, I want to send everybody over to our website, simonandangie.com. You can go on there. Um, if you missed any of the show, everything we were talking about tonight, we had a great show. Oh, you can yes. hear all the podcasts, all the back episodes as well. If you need to email us at simonandangie.com, you have a question, love, romance, dating, and you can see beautiful Simon Marcel, our French romance <laughs> expert. <laughs> But even more beautiful, Angie Taylor, all the pictures, <laughs> what's in your bag, what's, there's many things on our website yeah. that you want to check it out, really. And Simon on the FYI channel as well, In Bed with Simon. All the episodes, I don't know, 16 or 17 episodes by now, uh, yeah. check it out. That, that miniseries is a lot of fun. So if you want to know what really happens on my bed, check <laughs> it out, simonandangie.com. I don't deceive. I don't know if that's what really happens on your bed in real life. I mean, on this bed, you're answering people's, you know, romance, love, dating questions. Well, in your bed, that's a different show. <laughs> it's one of my bed. It's Simon's bed still. You know, this, okay. this is what I, yeah. So check it out. Yes. It's all at You'll simonandangie.com. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. This is The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.